Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, This is End Times Friday, and this Friday that you actually uh, rem- I reminded me because we were talking about hey wonder wonder when the, what is this when does this one tape or re- <laughs> uh, broadcast <laughs> uh, it's Good Friday uh, so when yeah. you're listening to this this is Good Friday uh, April the seventh uh, and it's a very special day of course uh, for believers absolutely yeah um, and so we wanted to actually spend a little bit of time interesting enough. Um, all that happens, you know, we know on Good Friday, and what, and, and interesting enough, you know, we call it good, and you know, in a way, well, yeah, but Christ went to his death. Right. Yeah. As um, a kid, I always struggled with that. Yeah. I was like, why? Why is this called Good Friday? Yeah, why it is that? Like it should be Bad Friday, Good Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good uh, in the true sense of the fullness of that word, mm-hmm. and that is its favor, spectacular life. Uh, the ability to deliver that life to us when it wasn't possible, mm-hmm. uh, because we're, we the requirement was perfection, um, and there's a there's this great verse in uh, Colossians. Actually, if you um, if you got your Bible, want it, let's go read that just to have understood uh, the truth of that. But read uh, second, excuse me, Colossians chapter two, mm-hmm. uh, and read verses eleven to fifteen. Um, and then, sure. and then we can kind of uh, we'll see how beautiful good is. <clears throat> Two eleven to fifteen because mm-hmm. in him you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of sins of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven all your trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Yeah, so uh, he says that through the cross... Uh, and Christ marching to his death, mm-hmm. um, he took on the penalty that was required to satisfy the requirement, which is which what, what he said. He took it out of the way. And so we'll talk about that. And he says, because of that, what I did uh, and give you the good uh, uh, based on what I did, um, I've given you life. That's what it says there. Mm-hmm. I've given you life. I've actually brought you into my kingdom. And he says, what I did at the cross is, one, I forgave everybody of everything once and for all. Mm -hmm. Um, So that um, there's nothing 
that I have to do for you to have relationship with me because I've already forgiven everybody at the mm. cross and it's universal. Right. Uh, and by the way, this is the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation because that, think of it in really simple terms is that, you know, did he forgive everybody? Yes. When, once and mm-hmm. for all at the cross, never to have to be repeated. He never has to do it again and he never has to think about it. Mm-hmm. And if if you do this and I'll forgive you, he said, I've already forgiven you. Now, mm-hmm. now recon- reconciliation is ongoing. Mm-hmm. And that's not once and for all. That's based upon two parties who say, I believe what you what you did for me. I'm going to receive it. Now I can be reconciled. And that's why people who are forgiven actually spend eternity not reconciled to him because they never made that transaction, even though it happened right. at the cross. So the, good, the goodness is, hey, I took care of that. Number two, it says, I removed the requirement and I nailed it to the cross. Mm-hmm. Okay, now... now What's the requirement? Uh, well, perfection. Perfection. Holiness, yeah. Uh, you, ha- I'm holy, and you have to be perfect, and you can't get there mm-hmm. by yourself. So I, what I did is I, I took on the penalty mm-hmm. called propitiation. I took it on. Um, I satisfied the requirement myself. For everyone. And what I did is now remove that requirement mm-hmm. for you and I and I nailed it to the cross so it's it's done deal also mm-hmm. um, and what no more requirement what is a requirement you got to believe it mm-hmm. if you believe it you have it I've but already it is I, 100% available to all who believe 100% yeah. uh, because and that's why it's good Friday for everybody I forgave everybody I, I took away that requirement uh, now all I have to do is believe it uh, what I did for you, I disarm principalities and powers, so they don't—they mm-hmm. don't have any ability to over overthrow you. And by the way, actually, I triumphed over them. So now life is to be a victory from the cross, not hope that I win the battle of the cross. It's already been finished. Right. Um, and our our life is to be powerful because now we have power over the enemy when we're walking with him. You know, and that's why he said the goodness. Um, in a sense, you know, was was it, and we'll see this as we go look at Gethsemane, um, was it easy? No. Was it, was it, would you say in our definition of good, and this is what you had a question as a kid, mm-hmm. well, was that good for Christ? It <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't seem that way. And he said, actually, it was uh, mm. because of, of my love for you. And now you can realize that the death, which then led to the resurrection, uh, were considered good, and that's why we call it Good Friday. Uh, Interesting, even as you say that, this is a little off the Easter topic, but um, the number of discussions that we have with people, you know, sitting in the middle of crisis and questioning the goodness of God, and and the the picture of the cross so beautifully betray or portrays um, that picture of us not fully understanding good. Yep. Too, and knowing, you know, God has what what seems like pain and suffering in the moment to us, and is real pain and suffering, um, so much more good, because He is in control and He will lead. You know, He's got purposes in these things. Right. So. Yeah. And we'll we'll actually talk about that as if you uh, look look to other uh, lessons as we go uh, further, um, and uh, we're going to actually wind up in uh, 
uh, other discussions of this about uh, what's happening, you know, with the Nashville uh, shooting, mm. uh, is that um, it it's it's hard to comprehend it all. Yes. Uh, and how come and why not? Where's God and all this? And uh, it's gonna you know gonna be an interesting discussion which we'll get into. So uh, as we look at Good Friday, uh, it follows um, Thursday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and what they call, you know, Maundy Thursday, which is, um, you know, the the celebration of life of Christ uh, with his disciples. And that um, real, the Last Supper, really, right? The Last Supper. And, you know, what was that about? And then what was Gethsemane about? And one thing that's interesting is that everything that now we're going to talk about follows his comments about the end times. Mm-hmm. Um, in the book of Matthew, that's exactly what's going on, right? Book of Matthew, uh, Mark yeah. and Mark and, uh, and Luke, uh, he has discussion because the question is, well, what about the end? How when's that going to be? So he goes through right. a very intense discussion of it, mm-hmm. and then says, "Okay, now we're ready to go." And he kind of ended his discussion with the end times, which means when you look at Good Friday, actually the end is good as well. Mm. Uh, so that why well because it's headed toward fulfillment of all right. uh, and he said so don't be afraid of it right but rather rec- promise rec- hope and future in it all <laughs> recognize its its resolution of this evil that we face in this mm-hmm. world and the end is necessary for me to bring the good just like death was necessary for me to bring the good. Uh, so he oh, says, cool. so he said, don't be afraid of it. Um, and we're gonna talk about that. And, and he also remember, he said, uh, one of the big things is, um, when is this all gonna happen? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, one thing that you can be uh, clear about is when Israel returns as a nation, mm-hmm. that it's, 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 it's getting in play and you're, and in essence, you're pregnant and the baby's coming. Right. Um, and you can know, you can see it, you know, when somebody's pregnant, which by the way, <laughs> um, uh, I've learned a few things over time, uh, <laughs> that, um, I don't say to some woman, how's the baby, <laughs> how's it coming with the baby? She says, what do you mean? Well, yeah, that, that's a rookie mistake. Well, for sure. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're pregnant. She says, I'm not, I'm not pregnant. I'm just fat. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, so rich. Don't ever ask that question. Um, <laughs> let them share, you know, what, what's going on. But um, you can see it. Generally speaking, you can't see it. Um, mm-hmm. And, you okay, you see it, and now you know that within months that baby will be delivered because the sign is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so he said when you see Israel return, the sign is there, and the pregnancy has begun and you can be assured it's going to be delivered. Uh, now, uh, he said that generation, so generally that's 40 years. And again, we've talked about that. Uh, it seems like uh, when Netanyahu said, we now are a nation. Right. In 2000, Which he said was 2012. 2012. Mm-hmm. That yeah, maybe in the next you know 40 years we'll, we'll see it. But a couple of interesting things have happened. Um, Israel was has been developing uh, treaties 
with mm -hmm. the uh, Sunnis. And the, okay. Sunni, the Sunnis are the more moderate uh, branch of the uh, Muslim religion. Now, at the right. basis of it still, even the Sunnis, they still want to have what they call uh, jihad, or they want to prevail over the, over the uh, earth and think that their system and their Allah is supreme and even the even they believe the Quran, which is you can kill infidels and right. and cleanse it that way. But they've but they've, they've taken a more moderate, you know, perspective of that. But that's what they said. And then by the way, interesting enough, um, this happened about two months ago. Uh, the the US government uh, came and had an action against Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia came back and said, "Do you guys understand who you're dealing with? Do you think you think we're not ready to take jihad and come after you? Mm. Better be careful. You better be careful what you're doing with us, because we still believe this. This is still who we are. We still core. who we yeah. are, and and we have the power to come after you. So I'd be really careful of what you're doing against us, because it's it's a." Uh, in a sense, it's a religious thing for them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we're trying to play the economic game. So uh, that was interesting. Well, uh, Israel has been developing these treaties with the Sunnis, and, and Saudi Arabia is the biggest one. Right. Um, now, they never signed one. They just said, we support you. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, other, other countries around them, Jordan, uh, e Egypt, uh, uh, UAE, they've all signed treaties. Okay. And that is, hey, we're going to support each other. Do Treaties tra tra with Israel? With Israel. Okay. Uh, we'll, we can fly over each other's spaces. Um, we're going to support each other economically. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll do open trade. And uh, we're not going to come against each other. Uh, and so there was a thought that because Saudi Arabia said, hey, actually, we're willing and moving towards signing that too. And Israel's thinking, hallelujah, that'll be really good. Mm -hmm. Now, interesting enough... It's because Israel is able to come against uh, the mm -hmm. um, uh, Shiites, and the Shiites uh, are the are the radicals, and, and they want to eliminate Israel off the face of the earth. Uh, and because of uh, eliminating Israel off the face of the earth, they not only are against Israel. Interesting enough, and this is where you think about how Satan works of division. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the Muslims per se is like, well, let's all, you know, let's all rule the world. But there's two sects. There's actually several sects, but the two biggest ones are Shiites and Sunnis. Guess right. what? They hate each other. And it's right. big time division. And so the Shiites want to eliminate the Sunnis. And the Sunnis are saying, we want to be protected. We're not going to, we don't want to eliminate you. We just don't want to be eliminated. So... Right. And uh, but but because we're of the same, you know, ilk, hey Israel, you're you're pretty good at preventing them from, you know, getting the nuclear weapons and and having things that are going to harm it. You go ahead. We'll support you in your software ability, your your uh, ability to attack their software and to bomb places that are going to keep them uh, a bit at bay. Right, cuz that plays in their favor. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we'll work together. Uh well, um, and this happened in the last three or four weeks, is that uh, Russia and China 
by the way, who's because of what Russia has done in Ukraine, has been rejected by Europe, mm-hmm. uh, and they yeah, cut absolutely. and they and they've cut the supply chain, you know, between the two um, and the the trade. Well, China and Russia have gotten together and said, "Let's you and us trade." And I'll provide oil to you and gas to you, China, and then you pay for it, and and then you will buy supplies from you, and we'll do trade together, and then let's bypass the U.S. dollar, which is the the world currency of how everything right. is transactional. Let's develop our own. So they've met, um, and they're working on that uh, system to basically take America out of the power position. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what they just did is they invited Saudi Arabia into that agreement mm. and said, you join us. And by the way, they're already in agreement with Iran. Right. Um, and full supporters of that. Um, and let's, let's invite Saudi Arabia. Why? Because Saudi Arabia has a majority of the oil. Mm-hmm. And let's do a new, what's called a petrodollar. Instead of using the US dollar, let's develop our own and do it in our own currency, and we'll buy it directly from you, and we'll get your oil flowing back again into China and, and Russia, and let's all form a triumvirate, and they did, and mm-hmm. they're signing agreements, which means Israel, or excuse me, with Saudi Arabia, is saying, uh, I'm not gonna sign an agreement with Israel, I'm gonna sign it with you guys including Iran, which is the Shiites that's against mm-hmm. them, but they're economically gonna start being connected. Okay, now here's the big deal, is in a sense, this has to happen. Because think of the mm-hmm. Battle of Armageddon, and when we go, right. go into the end, what happens? The entire world Everyone's coming against comes Israel. Against, against Israel. And mm-hmm. so we thought it's going in one way, and, and my, my question was, I wonder how that's gonna play out and when. Mm-hmm. And we just saw it literally in the last uh, couple of weeks is actually everything's being realigned. And now you got Russia, China, Iran, and Saudi Arabia basically lining up against Israel. Um, and hmm. it's like, uh-oh, <laughs> uh, pay attention, you know, and this is, you know, what Jesus says as, right. as he, end, you know, it goes to, you know, toward the end. And uh, so it's, it's really uh, interesting stuff. And then a couple of interesting, other interesting things is that, um, in, uh, and this is this is satanic. Uh, in Israel, there are forces that have introduced introducing a law that if you attempt to speak the name of Jesus and uh, and have people process Jesus, we're going to arrest you and put you in jail. Yeah, this is new for Israel altogether because just, for just a, a la- long time they were even broadcasting things. Well, they still correct? are. They still are. So they still are. They, okay. the, the last, you know, last week this happened in the last week. Okay. Um, Does it have traction and support? Is well, there something being introduced. Well, what are we it, looking at here? There, there is, you know, some traction. Um, but think of it. First of all, think of it as uh, demonic. And and again, th- as we've been discussing the end, we know something. Mm-hmm. Israel survives. Israel becomes the bearer of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's not when we go into the millennium in the Battle of Armageddon and Christ returns, it's, it's, it's from Israel being Christian, followers of Christ, 
not followers of the law and mm-hmm. following a sacrificial system. Okay. It's not the Jews re- restart over their system. It's no, they're they're coming into the they millennium have become Christians. as believers. Okay, so okay. Uh, because of it, think about what Satan's trying to do. I got to prevent that. I got to right. prevent that because I mean this is this is if you think of it in a super simple way. Um, as we go to the end, apparently either uh, we're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm talking most of U.S. Let's say, and that means all the believers are gone. We're somehow destroyed, um, or there's a rapture. And again, there's a discussion of pre-rapture, midterm rapture. Right. Likely midterm, because uh, it seems like we're here and, and persecuted, uh, but we're gone. Well, the mm-hmm. only one standing is Israel as the bearer of Christianity. Okay, so okay. if Satan says, okay, well, if the Christians are gone, non-Jewish Christians are gone. Mm-hmm. If I can prevent the Jews from becoming Christians, I'll be then able... I won't have to contend with them at all. I won't have to contend with them. I can rule the, rule the world. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, that's, they introduced this law just last week. Okay, Netanyahu steps in and says, absolutely not. Mm. Uh, we are not going to go that direction and try to oppress anybody's ability to speak freely and to share that. I believe, personally, he's a believer in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the one that brought um, the Daystar into the system. He's, right, right. he's uh, you know, promoting the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, is a strong believer. So I, I believe that isn't going to happen. But it's interesting that it, that it had an attempt to happen. And, and really the big thing to watch will be how, do, how does Israel handle the, um, uh, the new alignment mm-hmm. with Russia, China, Saudi Arabia, and Iran are all lining up together when it looked like it was going a different direction. Right. Um, so it's going to really be interesting to watch. But uh, Christ, you know, uh, gives us uh, uh, explanation. So as we look at, um, you know, Good Friday uh, and then what he did right after that discussion, go to uh, Matthew uh, chapter 26. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and first of all, um, let's just uh, read the uh, the Lord's Supper, the communion, the Passover, uh, 26 verses 26 through 30. Sure. Says, and as they were eating, Jesus took the bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks, and he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Yeah. So um, he uh, takes Passover, which was the uh, annual tradition of uh, being saved from Egypt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and because of the expression of it is it was the blood, it was the body. Uh, and it was a step into the supernatural uh, mm-hmm. that as you took this, you remembered the freedom that you received and then the life that now right. is available to you to step into the promised land, step into the supernatural. Um, and so Christ said, actually, this always has been and is about me, mm-hmm. um, is that it's about eating my body 
and drinking my blood that I'm about ready to give on your behalf and that um, I'll drink it again when you're with me in the kingdom, which by the way happened um, after Pentecost. The kingdom of God mm-hmm. came and they reinstituted and he said, follow, now do Passover, do communion mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. uh, because I'm you're joining me in who I am, giving you freedom and a life of the covenant, and the, and the new covenant isn't replacing the old covenant, it's fulfilling it. It's mm-hmm. saying, now I'm gonna bless you to make you a blessing, and I'm gonna work both sides of the deal because I'm gonna put myself within you, and now you can follow me because you'll have the spirit within you to be able to follow me, so that's why he says, come with me in the kingdom and drink of it. That's mm-hmm. where it all happens. Uh, so it's, awesome. it's, it's a beautiful thing. He, so he institutes the Passover, and then, um, uh, he marches and goes to Gethsemane. Uh, so read verses 36 through uh, uh, 46. Sure. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time he went away and he prayed, saying, Oh, my father, If this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and he found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them and he went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Yeah. So he goes to uh, in Gethsemane. Um, and um, he talks to the father and says, um, if it is possible, and the construct there is, I know it's possible for you mm-hmm. to have a different way of doing this because you're completely sovereign. Right. There's, I have no difficulty understanding there's absolutely no problem for you to do it a different way. Could, mm. you, could you do it a different way? Um, and um, he says... Yeah, and remember, we read it as if he makes a statement. It says, "My, you know, not my will be done, but yours, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, this is hours of a process. All we read is right. that one sentence. We don't read in between. Right. All, all, he's in praying in between, wrestling with God on this. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, he, and he says, is it possible? I know it's possible. Is it possible? God says, no. The Father says, no. Why? Well, because it's necessary for the forgiveness. What we talked about, forgiveness of sins mm-hmm. and removing the requirement. You have to satisfy this. Well, yeah, but no, he said that this is it. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, not my will be done, but yours. And he walks out, and um, uh, and the question is, he has to go a second time. Mm-hmm. Okay, why did he go back in? He made the statement, not my will be done, but yours. Why did he right. go? Why did he go a second time? Because it wasn't truly settled in his heart. Yeah. He still had to go to full surrender on it. Okay, so one thing we're learning, and this is why he says, as you consider the end, 
you need to learn this is, first of all, I've given you the privilege through the Passover mm-hmm. and the work that I've done to have life with me. Mm-hmm. Come and be with me in my kingdom. And the requirement <clears throat> is what I had to do. I have mm-hmm. to surrender my will, and you've got to fight it through until it's real. Mm-hmm. And we say, are you, are you willing to follow God? Yeah, sure. Well, is that true, see? And, and Christ knew, I know it. I know the answer. I can say, sure. But my heart's not fully there yet. But I am not actually there. I am not at the point of saying I'm ready to go. So, mm-hmm. he, so he goes back in. And he does it again some more. And he says, um, um, can, you, can this cup pass for me? Um, and I know you said no, and I have to drink it. Uh, which, by the way, he's referring to Passover. Right. Um, and so your will be done. And he goes out a second time. He has to go back a third time. It really wasn't settled yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so Gethsemane, as you look at, particularly as you look at the end and things that are happening at the end, he says, um, you've got to wrestle through a true surrender mm-hmm. and join me in the kingdom because that's where your answers are going to be. I'm going to guide you through getting prepared for the tribulation, making it through the tribulation, and winding up where uh, we uh, have the Battle of Armageddon and destroy everything on earth uh, except the Israel and the believers on, uh, from Israel. And we go through a millennium of repopulating the earth that you get to join me in. But you have to surrender because if you think you know you're gonna make you're gonna make errors and you're gonna miss it. Uh, like for example, the mark of the beast. Right. A lot of believers right. are gonna take it because, well, I guess this is what I should do. He said, well, because you you haven't surrendered your will to me to hear what I have to say about that. Right. Uh, and he said, so Gethsemane is really a critical thing to step into the fullness of dying to self. Join me in that, and then we get to live in the resurrection, where I'm gonna guide mm. you into the beautiful life of God. And so. Uh, this whole thing of Good Friday and, and obviously how it came about is critical to actually us going forward of not just, oh, yeah, it's nice that he died for us. It's rather I have to join him in that, which is why he says daily, deny self, stand at the cross of what I've done for you, and now follow me where? In the resurrection. But you can't get there unless you go through Gethsemane. Yeah. And I love, even as you're talking about that, I'm just thinking about what a beautiful, I know it had much more eternal um, implications in this, but what a beautiful picture of surrender that is for us. Because I think how many times I think I've surrendered something (laughs) and then I realize when I I step out, oh no, I'm still holding on to that. I'm still holding on to that. And just the picture that Jesus really had to get surrender absolutely solid stepping into what God had ahead for him. And I think as you say that, stepping into the end times, we need to be practicing surrender. We need to be recognizing and have a true pulse, asking God to give us clarity. Am I really in surrender on these things? Am I really seeking you? And allow him, just like Jesus worked it out with him here in the garden, allow God to work surrender out in our hearts so that our hearts are fully prepared for what's to come. That's right. And it's true surrender as Christ even himself, and it was his choice. 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't that, well, God will make me. He's no, he had to, he had to process it, which is mm-hmm. the very image of God of even his own son had to, had to surrender his will right. really to fulfill it. And by the way, the interesting thing is after the third time he said, okay, I've received it. Mm-hmm. Never, you, you don't read any more. Any he other, just steps in. No other yeah. struggle ever again about any of it, even when he's you know going through suffering. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the angels had to keep him alive to get there. Um, mm. So he he was when he surrendered, he didn't struggle again because it was a true surrender. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's saying to us: is you know work through that. And if you're not in what we call, I just had a, a conversation this morning with a, a couple. And the question is really simple: Are you neutral? Nah, not mm-hmm. really. Not really. Okay. Well, you can't get to the resurrection answer until you go to go through Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. So, go to neutral. Stay in the garden until you get to neutral. And it's okay. How long it takes. Right. Um, and when you get there, then you'll get your answer. You know, and and mm-hmm. um, it's like, oh, okay, got it. And don't judge you that you aren't. You just aren't. And but G- stay Jesus, in process, but stay stay there, stay there until you can you can you. exit yeah. you know with it. So we'll pick this up. But uh, we would like to rejoice at Good Friday. Mm, yes. Um, and that yeah, the end is fearful. The end is scary. Everything is changing. Lots of crazy stuff going on in the world. But the good news is that Christ mm-hmm. died for us. He forgave us our sins. Took away the requirement. Uh, disarmed principalities and power. Triumphed over them and said, "Come and walk with me." And none of these circumstances that are headed toward the end, which is going to get tougher, mm-hmm. are going to matter to the life that I can give you because I supersede it all. So that's that's mm-hmm. the good Amen. message. That's the good message of today. So we'll pick it up again next week. We've got lots more to talk about, but uh, we want you to uh, rejoice and uh, pray that you uh, really understand the goodness of today and then also as you celebrate Easter and the resurrection. Right, and happy Easter, everyone. Thanks for joining us. If you have questions, send them in to questions at afjministry.com, and we'll be sure to bring them on. Have a great weekend. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments, and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.